Alright, today's daf is daf Lamed Vav. We're holding uh, the second wide line on Lamed Hamad Bays, Isi. We had in the Mishnah that women are obligated in all losas the same way as men are. The only difference is, they said there was three exceptions. Right, and yesterday we dealt with where we know those three sections from, Baltakif, uh, Baltashkis, uh, the, the uh, Tumas Kai, 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 and a Jew is not allowed to go ahead and do it. So he learns that uh, that also only applies to men, does not apply to women. Right? And the question is, what's the source for this? So Tani, uh, Isi Tani, Isi taught in a bride, Av Bal Yikruchu, Noshim Baturas. So my time of the Isi. So what's the source? What is the reasoning for Isi? So when it says like this, the Darish Hachi, and when it says that Isi Darshan the following. Now, we're going to have a Pasuk that mentions two prohibitions, okay? But, and one of the prohibitions we're gonna say is inclusive of women, and one of them is exclusive of women. But the order here is very interesting. So it says, look at this. This is, You are considered children of Hashem, right? Now, Ben usually is male, right? Bonim, Los is go to do, you shall not make lacerations. They used to also be for mourning purposes. They used to wound themselves. You're not allowed to make these lacerations. And lo sasimu karcha And do not make these bald spots. Little means between your eyes, but obviously the one's going to say it means on, on, on the top of your head. Lames for a dead body. Ki am Because you're a holy nation to Hashem. So the Pazak starts with saying you are sons. And concludes, you are a uh, holy nation, and in it there's two prohibitions that are being uh, referred to. The first one is you're not allowed to make lacerations. The second one is you're not allowed to make bald spots. Right? Everybody with me? Mm-hmm. Now, so Isi Darshan's like this: Bonim v'loy bonos. That sons means it only applies to the men, does not apply to the women. And which of the two prohibitions is it referring to? Lekarcha. It's referring to making the bald spots. Now, it's very interesting because the one that's written right by Bonim is not Karcha. The order goes Bonim. It goes, don't make lacerations, don't make bald spots. And then it says, Am Kadosh Atem Hashem Lekechem, you're a holy nation. But he learns that... The it's going time. out of order. The first wabanim is the exclusion, men and not women, is going on the second of the halachas that are mentioned in the Pasuk, which the Brisa right away asks, How do you know that banim, which means men and not women, is going specifically on making the bald spot? Maybe it's going on the prohibition of making lacerations. No, so, so he answers, that Am Kadosh is inclusive of men and women. That's the one that's going on lacerations. Hare Gadida Amur. So therefore, so since that one's going lacerations is going on uh, men and women, that leaves which is the exclusionary statement of Bonim that's going on the bald spot. Hamni Makayim Bonim, but Lebonus Lekorcha. On that thing, where Amarois 
Yeah, you have here, Bonim is an exclusionary statement, men are not women. Am Kadosh is an inclusive statement. What's the logic of Isi that he, he applies the exclusionary statement to the second halacha and the inclusionary statement to the first halacha and they're not really side by side. They're not next to each other. Everyone must see there's a bit of a difficulty in the way the order of the pasuk is being written, right? Are with me? So when it says like the Samara is what gives you the right with, that to see that Larabas is a gadida that you want to include in lacerations for men and women, Lahot is a karcha, and to exclude women from making bald spots, Lahorat should be the other way around in terms of the order of the Psukim. So Isi, according to this, the, the Gmar's Elvia, uh, Isi is going to uh, uh, say the following is that lacerations is a much more inclusive prohibition because lacerations you can make on areas where there's hair and areas where there's no hair. So it's more inclusive. Therefore, it's logical to him that it's going on the more inclusive means both men and women. Whereas a uh, bald spot is, is much less inclusive because it can only apply on parts of the body that has hair. And therefore, the, the statement that's more inclusive goes on the halacha that's more inclusive. So therefore, Am Kadosh is going on lacerations. Bonimatem, which is, which is, not in, which is exclusive, not inclusive, therefore that's going on uh, Korcha. That is the logic employed, employed by law. He says that the Marbani is a Gedida. I am including Gedida for men and women, lacerations. Because that applies uh, on both where the area where there's hair, which Lord Malcolm said, where there's no hair. Well, Mark said, the Karachas, and uh, as a Karcha, and I'm excluding the, the I'm making it in the exclusionary statement applying to the making bald spots, Shaina Malcolm said, because that only applies to areas where there's hair. But, uh, there, so now the Gemara points out like this. This is the Gemara's question. Let me say it outside. It's a little bit of a, a difficult question. But the Gemara is going to say as follows There is another Pasuk in the Torah. All right, that's not written over here, it's actually written somewhere else, that talks about a similar halacha to, uh, to Gedida. Gedida is making lacerations. There's also, you're not allowed to make a srita. Now, srita is a scratch. You're not allowed to scratch yourself, wound yourself, scratch yourself. Now, there is an argument in Masechus Makos is that are these two separate prohibitions? Even though there's two different sukkim, but there are two that may be, the Gemara says there is an opinion that holds. Gedida, lacerations, is when you use a tool, when you use an implement, and srita is when you use your nails, when you use your fingers. And therefore, what the Gemara is asking as follows, is that maybe the way to understand the Pasuk is like this, because it actually fits better in the order, is that the, inclusion, the, the exclusionary statement of Bonimatem Lashem is going both on making a bald spot, and going on laceration. Now that would be good because Bonim is the first thing mentioned in the Pasuk. Immediately after it comes Gedida and then comes Korcha. And therefore to say that Bonim is the exclusionary statement means not applicable to women goes on both the halachas. It fits the order of the sequence. I, the Pasuk ends off and saying, Am Kadush Hashem Lakerem, means there's something that applies to both men and women. What that could be referring to, the Gemara says, is not that which has just been mentioned in the Pasuk. That's referring to the scratching yourself, that that's inclusive of men and women. And, 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 and the reason why the Pasuk ends is because even though these two only apply to 
men, not women, but there's another thing that women are included, and that's Srita, even though it's not written here. It's a little bit difficult, but that's not written right here. But maybe that's the shot in the Pasuk, right? So when it says like this, so let's say that, that men are included, not women. That's going on both the halachas in the Pasuk, both for making the ball spot, both for the laceration, and when it says the last Pasuk, which the last clause in the Pasuk, which is an inclusive statement, men and women, that's going that's going on scratching. Sigmona says, you can't say that. The reason why Isi doesn't say that, because Isi learns that it's not two different prohibitions. That Gedida, even though it's got different terminology, Gedida, laceration, and Sricha, making scratches, Sricha, both apply both by hand and with implements. And therefore, if it's not two separate prohibitions, you can't say that Bonim is going on one and Am Kaddish is going on the other. That's why the only option that EC feels you have is the way to explain it the way we just did. It's all considered one. But therefore, that is the, 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 uh, the interpretation that of, of, of EC. It means EC basically made a statement is that uh, there's a fourth case that only applied to men and not women, and that is the dinner of Korcha. But we want to know how Isi learned it. And it comes out a little bit of a disjointed, because he's, uh, the way we gave the interpretation we just gave is, because Am Kadosh, we said, is going on the Gedida, and, and, and Karcha is going on, is Banim Atem Lashem. That's what we explained. Now Abai doesn't like that, because Abai says you're chopping, you're mixing and matching, the clauses in the verse, and it's difficult to understand this. So Abayah is going to suggest, perhaps, a different way of explaining who? Isi. That what? That what did Isi say? That, no, no, that, 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 that Korcha is another case where women are exempt. That's what he's trying to explain. Moses is like this. So Abayah, Amar, Hainu, Tamidi, Isi. This is the explanation of Isi. The Gamar Karcha Karcha Mibne Aaron. That this prohibition of making a ball spot is written in two places in the Torah. It's written applicable to all Yisraelim. And it's also li- listed in Parshas Emor by the Kohanim. Remember the Psukim we looked up yesterday. All right? And therefore, and how does the Parsha of the Kohanim, even though it starts talking about Thomas Mays, but it says, it says, Bne uh, Aaron. And therefore, Bnei Aaron means the men and not the women. And since we have the Gzeir Shava and, and included, he's going to say that included in Bnei Aaron is not just the Tumas Mace, but it is also subsequent, the next three, four psukim, five psukim included in that is Karcha. So they have adjusted by the Kohanim. I know it's only men, not women. That Gzeir Shava teaches me, but all Yisrael, it's also Karcha only applies to the men and not the women. And that's the shot in Isi Ben Yehuda. This is a bias interpretation. So when it says like this, so he says, just as over there, it's Bani Melod Bonois. All right, and, and so too over here, it's the same thing. And the Gemara asks the exact same question as we had yesterday. The Gemara says like this: One second. If obviously this only works if a buyer is of the position when it says Dabel Bnei Arna that it's not only referring to the the Bonim and not Bonos does not only apply to Tuma but it applies to subsequent things, right? That's what he obviously has to be learning. Now, if that's true, so when it says like this, then why do you need a Shavu? Meaning, Kohanim, where you're more strict, 
You're being lenient over here. Why are you being lenient? Because you're saying the din of Korcha does not apply to women. So Yisraelim, which generally where it's not as strict as the Kohanim. So obviously the law of Korcha that applies to the rest of Klausel should only be Bonim and not Bonus. Why do you need Xerah Shava? Kalachomer would teach me the same thing, the way Abaya wants to learn the Psukim in Parshas Emmor. But everyone here the question. Kalachomer is that because the Kohanim boys are the only ones with it, then even more so the, the Israeli boys? Right, because usually Kohanim have more Chiyuvim on them, not less. So here they have less, for sure Yisraelim should be less. So why didn't Xerah Shava to bring out that point? A Kalvachoma would bring out that point. But now what the, the linchpin of it is, because you're obviously learning, when it says Bnei Aaron, it means Aaron. your learning applies not just to Tumas Mace, but it goes on Korcha too. And once you know it goes on Korcha, you don't need Xerah Shava, you can use a Kalvachoma. That's the most question. So when it says, that if we hold according to Abaya, that Bnei Aaron and not the nice Aaron is not just going on Thomas Mace, but it's going on the other things mentioned in the Psukim as well. So so let the Torah just literally means be quiet. That means not make Exera Shava. And if you don't, I, how you know this if you don't make Exera Shava? But taste the Kavachoma and use the Kavachoma to teach me this. Ranamin, I would say, Kohanim, with the Torah, multiplies many, many more mitzvahs than, than, uh, than, 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 than Yisraelim. And still the din is he has a leniency, Bnei Aaron, Aaron. So Yisrael, Kol Shekein, all the more so that Yisraelim, it should only be the Pasuk of Korcha by Yisraelim, should only be men and not women. So what it says like this, they want to give the same answers we had yesterday. That no, because the, the Xerah Shava is what allows you to say that when it says Bnei Aaron, it's not only going on Tumas Mace, but it's going on the subsequent things. Because if it wasn't going on the subsequent things, then why would I need the Xerah Shava? The Xerah Shava basically saying that what I'm learning here unique so the Kohanim applies to the Yisraelim. Now what are you learning unique? That means men and not women. Now that Zerah Shavah Korcha Korcha will only make sense if you learn Bnei Aaron and Abnos Aaron goes on. But it's the Zerah Shavah that teaches us that all the things listed at the beginning of Emmer apply to men and not women. Without the Zerah Shavah, then I would have said it's only, only the Thomas Mace is limited to men and not women, not the subsequent. That's the one who wants to answer. When it says, Elam Zerah Shavah, what's for the Zerah Shavah? Ava Amina, Hipsika Inyan. Hipsika means the Pasuk stops. That when it says Bnei Arm, Bnei Ars Arn, it's only going on Thomas Mace, and it doesn't go on the other things that are listed in the Psukim. So when it says, one second, Hash the Nami Name Hivzika Inyan. Well, who's, if you're not clear that Bnei Aaron means Abnos Aaron doesn't go on all the other things, maybe that is Taka what it means. The only thing that applies to men and not women is Thomas Mace. So you're going to ask a question, I, then why do I need the Xerah Shavah? I have other reasons what you could use the Xerah Shavah. Not to teach me necessarily that Karcha is only men and not women. Maybe it's not true. Maybe Karcha is both men and women. I say what I need the Xerah Shavah for. I'll show you what I need the Xerah Shavah. I need the Xerah for other, other things. Look at the sign for the following things. Like this. You should not make bald spots. What happens if a person went ahead and he put the pillory on all five of his fingers and he made five bald spots at one time? How do I know that he's higher for five sets of lashes? How do we know that it's all, not only one? So he says, It's a double lotion. Why did the Torah employ a double lotion? To tell me you're higher for each and every 
bald spot you make, even if you make them simultaneously. Right? Now, it says Barosham. Don't make bald spots on your head. Why did it have to add the words on your head? Lechora, bald spots that should mean on your head. So why does it have to say on your head? So it says, Matamad Lomer, Lefisha Namar, because the Pasuk says, by, this is by the Psukim, by the Yisraelim. Do not make lacerations and do not make bald spots. There it doesn't say on your head. It says between your eyes. So therefore I might have thought, so therefore I would have thought between your eyes. Now we're going to see between your eyes means really by the fontanel, the area right above your head. But who says it means that if you make ball spots anywhere on your head? That's why I need the pasuk by the Kahanim that it actually says, it, 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 it expands it. What does it say? The entire head. So therefore, All right. Now, I only know that by Kahanim, where you're chayah five times, you can be chayah five times for that one action, and that you're chayah on the entire head, because Kahanim generally have more obligations than Yisraelim. How do I know to apply those things that it's also five times you can be chayah, and it's not just between your eyes, but it means the entire head? That's what I need the Gzaira Shava for. That's what the Xer Shava is for. So therefore, Yisrael Minala, Nemakan Korcha, Nemalahalan Korcha, the Xer Shava Korcha Korcha, Makan Chaiba Korcha Korcha, just as by the Kohanim Yerchai for each and every bald spot you make, the Chaiba Kalarosh, and Yerchai for the entire head, not just between the eyes. You drive the whole head just as like the same between the eyes as applies to the whole head as well. Avlahalan, so to by the Israelim, you're also on, on every, for every spot you make and, for, and the entire head. Now, there is information, by the way, that's written by the Israelim that's not written by the Kohanim. By the Israelim, it speaks out, uh, it says, it says mace for a dead body. By the Kohanim, it never mentions doing this for a dead body. So that's what I need. By Israel, it's teaching me you're only in violation, not if you just go ahead and do it stum. It's only in violation if you do it for a, in a, as a sign of mourning for a dead body. So bottom line is the one is pushing back. The one is saying to Abaya is how do you know that you apply all of Sukkim in the beginning of Emor to men and not women? Maybe it's only the first clause of Tumas Mace, but not all the other ones of Korcha. And they can say, well, why do I need the Xerah I just gave you a good three reasons to why you need the Xerah So Abaya says it's true. The Xerah could be learned for those three things. But the Torah actually adds, because you, you don't have to write the word Korcha. You could write the word Korach. Uh, or Kareach. Why do you have to write the word Korcha with the extra A? So it says that Imke Nichtov Korach. My Korcha. Why is it extra A? So that extra A teaches me that there's something else being added. What else is being added is the fact that it applies to men and not women. That's what Abayu learns. That's what Abayu learns. And that explains Isi ben Yehuda, how Isi ben Yehuda knows that a bald spot is also something that only applies to men, and making bald spots for a dead body, a man and not, men and not women. You learn those three things you learn from Zerushava, plus the additional teaching you how to read the Pasuk, that B'nai Aram and B'nai Aram is not just going on Tumas Mace, but it's also going on the law of Korea, 
Karcha as well. Now that was Abaya's way of learning. So we had the original way we want to interpret it Baisa. Abaya didn't like it. He just gave his way of learning. Now we're going to have Rava's understanding. Again, trying to say that we're trying to give shot in Issi bin Yehuda. How do we know that Issi bin Yehuda's ruling? What did he, how do we know the source for Issi bin Yehuda's ruling? That one, that Losase of don't make ball spots. Excludes women. Does, ex- excludes, oh, excludes women, right. He says, Rava Amar, he says, high in the time of the Isi. He says, the Yala Bene Nayim Mitfilin. Two places it says between your eyes. It says, don't make the bald spot between your eyes by the laws of making bald spots. And it also says, between your eyes, it says by Tfilin. And we already learned that Tfilin women are excluded. So just as women excluded from Tfilin, so too women are also not included in the prohibition. Of uh, making a korcha. There's ma'ala hala and noshim peturos, avka and noshim peturos. Now, Verova, my time alarm kabai, why doesn't Drova want to learn a buyer's way of learning that's based on the Zera Shavu? He says like this, because again, based on Zereshav, we had a problem, because we needed Zereshav or something else. A buyer came up and said, yeah, but you, the, you could have written the word Karach before the way. You didn't know that you need the extra hay. Right. So it says like this, to say that that extra hay is coming specifically to add that it only applies to men and not women, a buyer thinks it's a little far stretching, a little far fetched. I mean, not a buyer, Rava. Rava says he doesn't want to, he doesn't agree with That's why he learns it out from Tefillin instead. Now, Abaya, my time, Rava. Abaya, why doesn't he learn like Rava? So Abaya is going to tell you <coughs> what is Rava trying to do? Let's look, take a look at Rashi. It makes sense. Tefillin gufayim mehachagmiri. Klomar, ahig zera shava, the bena inayim, me boyle le migman makam tefillin. We need that zera shava. We need that zera shava for makam inayim. The Lord tema bena nechem. What Abai is pushing back, according to Rava, right? Rava learns what's the zera shava coming to teach me? Men and not women, right? He says, how do you know? Maybe the zera shava is needed for something else. Why do I need the Xerah Shava between uh, uh, the, the, the Tefillin and Korcha to teach me that it goes on top of the head? Now, once I need it to teach me that it's going on top of the head, how do you know that it's coming to exclude women? That's what I reckon. But that's the shot. So therefore, you anyway have to come back to my Xerah Shava because your Xerah Shava doesn't teach me all the information. That's his point. Okay, but either way, that's Machlokas, Rava and Abaya. But the one has a very good point over here. Either you, the, Rava and Abaya did not want to learn like the original way we wanted to learn. Remember, the original way we wanted to learn was that Banimatem Lashem Lakechem is going on laceration. And uh, I'm sorry, Banimatem Lashem is going on Korcha. And, uh, and, 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 and Am Kaddish Lashem is going on Gedida. Right. But so now we're not using that according to Rav and Abaya. So according to Rav and Abaya, so why is the Torah. Say If it's bonos to go on specifically on korcha, and you're not learning that from here, so then why does it say bonim? What are you learning from the the clause of bonim atem lashem lokechem? Both according to Rav and Abaya. So when says ben labaya ben lerov, hi bonim atem my darshi be. What are you darshin with him? So when it says, I'll tell you what. Hamibayle, we need for the following thing. It's something learned in a brayser. Bonim atem lashem lokechem. Bezman shatem noagim minag bonim. If you act like children, then atem kruim bonim. Then you call children. But ain't atem noagim minag. But if you don't act like children are supposed to act, then Ainatem Kurum Bonim Div Rabbi Yehuda. So Yehuda is very strict in terms of our relationship with Hashem. You are children of Hashem, if what? If you act like children, but you don't behave like children, then you aren't considered Bonim. Rabbi Meir disagrees. No matter how we behave, Hashem always considers us Bonim. 
Shenemar, Banim Sichlim Hema, foolish sons. You're considered foolish children. Means even though you're foolish, Hashem still called your children. Omer, we have another pasuk says, "Banim lo uman bam." It's in the, coming up in Parshas Azino. It says that you are children that I've lost faith in. I've lost faith in you, but you're still considered children. For Omer, it says, "Zerah mereyim," offspring that come from people that that that, that, that do evil things. Banim mashchisim. You are children that have become corrupted, right? But it still calls them banim. And then the last passage that instead of being saying, Hashem saying, you are not my nation, you're not my nation, will be said to them, you are children of the living God. Hashem will always consider you children. So we have four psukim over here, four psukim that clearly makes it that no matter how we behave, Hashem calls us sons. That's Rav Meir's point. Now, the one who wants to know, Maiva Omer, why do we keep needing another Pasuk to support? What's wrong with the first one? What's wrong with the second one? Why do we need it? The one is going to go through it. Maybe you're only called children. You act foolishly. Foolishly, okay. A child acts foolishly. He's still considered to be a child. But if you lose faith in them, Losing faith, I mean, they're doing averas and things like that. Maybe taka, they're not called children anymore. Therefore, learn mikribni. Tashamav, omer banim lo and bam. That's the next pause. The pause says that you're my children, even if I've lost faith in you. Now, maybe if they've lost faith in them because they're doing certain averas, fine. The mikribanim. But what if they're serving, mom is serving avodah Maybe then they're not called anymore. They're an offspring from people that are doing evil. Rashi says the word hashkasa that they're corrupted, corrupt, so corrupted that's avodazara. That even when they do act corrupted acts, they're doing avodazara. Hashem still calls them children. Yeah, he's calling them corrupted children. That doesn't necessarily show me that he's called like actual. Maybe it's corrupted children. But they're not called like, like complete children, like good children. No matter what you end up doing, Hashem still calls you children. Now Rashi says, Rangers, when you do tshuva. Right, so when you do tshuva, means there's a way you can always come back. That's the word. You can always make up. But the point is, that's what Meir is saying is, that's the Bonimatim Hashem. According to Rab Meir, means you're always considered sons. According to Yehuda, when you behave, you're considered sons. But now we at least see what you use Bonimatim Hashem. we're using it for. Let's go to the next Mishnah. Now, we're talking about things before that apply to men and don't apply to uh, women. So the Mora continues with that theme. Hasmichos, doing smicha, that when you bring a korban, you put your hands and you lean on the animal. Vatnufos and waving, hagoshos, and, uh, uh, and, and bringing the, the, the mincha, you have to approach the mizbeach. Kamitzos and doing the, uh, the taking the fistful of, of, of flour. Haktor is burning on the Mizbeach. Hamalika is doing a special Malika for birds. The Shechita for birds called Malika. Hakabol is receiving the blood in a container. Hazor sprinkling the blood. Nohagin Banoshim, these only apply to men. Velobanoshim. Some of these only apply to men. Kohanim, some of the first to apply to even the owners. The rest of them are only Kohanim. Anyway. Chutz, except there's an exception to the rule. By the offering of a sota and a new zero, and the offering that a zero brings, Shehein Menifos, there they actually do the waving as well. How do we know that smichas only by men and not women? It's except Dabra Bnei Yisrael. The Samach. 
So now that says Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yisrael Semchin, for Ein Bnei Yisrael Semchin, there is no, they don't lean there on the animal before they bring the offering. Tnufa is waving. Dabo Bnei Yisrael, Vehenif, Bnei Yisrael Menif, and Vehen Bnei Yisrael Menif. Again, the waving is only done Bnei Yisrael, there is no waving of the parts done by Bnei Yisrael. Hagoshos, bringing the Mincha to the Mizbeach, Tuxivazos, Toros, Amincha, Hakrev, Osan, Bnei Aaron. This is the card, you need card for these. Bnei Aaron, Vele Bnei Yisrael. Kamitsos, Tuxivavio, El Bnei Aaron. The comments when Aaron it says, and the Aaron, the sons of Aaron will do the kmitza. Even if she's a bas kohen, she does not do the kmitza. Haktaros, the chiv, the hiktiro, oza bnei Aaron. Again, the bnei Aaron, the bnei Aaron. Malikos, the chiv, umalak the hiktir. Puts Malika next to Haktara. We just said Haktara only applies by the men kahanim, not by women. So Malika, which is next to it, also is davka the hiktir iski the hiktir. So iskish Malika le Haktara. Only men, not women. Kabbalos, the chiv, the krivu bnei Aaron. The pasuk says and they will bring close now Kabbalah is the receiving of the blood so therefore but they didn't say Kabbalah it says Vehikrivu but based on the sequence of the Psukim it's clear Amar Mar the master says what is Vehikrivu Hikrivu is referring to Kabbalah Saddam and it says Bnei Aaron and does not apply to Bnei Aaron Hazah sprinkling now one wants to know there's a number of things that require sprinkling so what type of sprinkling are we talking about Hazah Dehecha what kind of sprinkling maybe Paraduma Paraduma says that you have to sprinkle the ashes on the person's tummy so Mar says like this it can't be referring to the sprinkling of Paraduma the way Rashi learns this is because it says Alazar Ksibba, it says Alazar. And from there Rashi says, we learn only the Kohen Gadol can do it. So it means not a regular, a regular man Kohen can't do it either. So it can't be, this is only women, not men. It's no, because that has to be the Kohen Gadol. Taisa brings down that that's not necessarily true according to everybody. And he says, how do you learn the Gemara according to the other sheet is that any Kohen can do it. Then you have to see how to learn this, this the Gemara a little differently. Now, maybe maybe there's a sprinkling, there's certain Chatos, Korban Chatos that are brought, that sprinkled the blood, sprinkled on the Mizbeach Azov in the in the in the heichal, so therefore maybe it's talking about that again. Hakohen Hamashiach, those chatos have to be done with the Kohen Hamashiach again. The way the Gemara runs according to Rashi, which is Dafka, the Kohen Gadol has to do. So therefore, it can't be referring to that sprinkle because not a regular man, a regular Kohen can't do that either. So that's not excluding only women. That has to be the Kohen Gadol. So Ella Hazad the men of the sprinkling of when you catch a bird, when you shech the bird, the sprinkling on the corners of the bird has to be done by a man and not a woman. The Asi because that's learned about a kavachomer, the ben son from a sheep. Now, why is a kavachomer? Because shechita by a sheep can be done even by a non-Kohen. Yet the sprinkling has to be done dafka by a male Kohen. Malika can only be done by a Kohen. So if Malika can be done by a co- only by a Kohen, certainly. No, so certainly the Zrika of the, of, a, of the bird can only be done by a male Kohen. That's the point it's making. So Ma'ad ben Sohen, Shalok Kavalok Kohen, which tells that you don't have to use a sheep, you don't have to use a Kohen for the Shrita. But nevertheless, Kavalok Kohen, also you need to have a male Kohen for the sprinkling. So Ben Ov, Shalok Kavalok Kohen, that you need to have a Kohen for the Malika, for sure you need it for the sprinkling. The two exceptions were that the, uh, the, uh, the waving of the, the Sota and the Zira are done by the woman. Samali Rabbalaza Rabbi Yoshia Dedare. Rabbalaza said to Rabbi Yoshia of his generation, there was an earlier great Rabbi Yoshia, uh, great Rabbi Yoshia but that wasn't the one of his generation. It calls him the Rabbi Yoshia of his generation. Don't sit back on your heels. Don't sit down until you tell me this teaching. How do we know that the Minchasota requires waving? What's the source for that? Minalan. So what it says like this. What do you mean Minalan? It says in the Pasuk, 
It says that, uh, that, that you, you, you do tnufa. You have to do waving. And it says in the Pasuk you have to do the waving. How do you know that the waving is done with the owner? Not the coin does it on his own, but he does it with using the hand of the owner. To as asya yad yad, because we we, we learn exerushava yad yad from shlomim. Ksevachat says of yavalakach akoyim miyada isha. By the sot it says he takes it from the hands of the woman. Vksevhasam yadav tiviena. His hands bring it. His hands, the owner, the owner brings it. Makan koyen avlahalan koyen. So just as over here, by the sota, it's the Kohen takes it and does the waving. So over there, even though it says that the hands of the owner is the one bringing it, but it means the Kohen has to be involved. And avlahalan koyen. And malahalan bailam. Just over there, it's clear that the owner is doing the waving. Avkan, here too, even though it's mashma that the Kohen takes it from her, but she also, she's the owner. She also has to be involved with the way. The, the, the way. I said, how do you have them both doing it? Hakeit said, how do you do it? The Khan puts his hands underneath the hands of the owner, and he waves. So therefore, so you see over here that the woman also does the tnufa. So this is more we said by two carbonas. We said the, the waving by the sota, and also we said by the nazira. How do we know the nazira also does the waving? Eshkachan sota, nazira menolon, asya kav kav. It used the word kav palm by the sota, it used the word kav by the nazira. So therefore, misota, therefore, just as here the sota does the waving, so too by nazira, the nazira does the waving as well. Have a good day, gentlemen.